this it? Everyone else must have been picked up. Well, maybe they didn't find us. Hey, we all knew the junkyard was our fallback spot. How father gone? They will pay. I, Tatsu, now lead. Let any who challenge step forward. I challenge. His face. Master Shredder. Hi, this is Francois Chow. I am the Shredder from Secret of the Ooze. And uh, it's been a pleasure for me to talk to Justin and Eric on Epic Tales from the Sewers. It's been great, guys. Welcome to the Epic Tales from the Sewers podcast. Strap into the party wagon and hold on to your pizza. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Epic Tales from the Sewers. Uh, Today, Eric and I are joined by a veteran actor of over 35, almost 40 years, who has worked on both TV series and film, some of which include G.I. Joe, Hill Street Blues, Hunter, Baywatch, The Flash from 1991, MacGyver, Point of No Return, The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., favorite of mine, Time Tracks, another favorite of mine, Beverly Hills Ninja, City of Industry, ER, Melrose Place, Lethal Weapon 4, Rescue Dawn, the Amazon Prime series The Tick, Lost, and of course, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, Mr. Francois Chow. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're very welcome, guys. Good to be here. How about that that buildup? I mean, um, you you have well over 100 acting credits on your IMDb. Some of the stuff that's like, I genuinely love a lot of the work that you've done. Well, it goes uh, it goes way back <laughs> hearing some of those titles, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been very lucky to have been able to do this for yeah, like you say, almost uh, forty years now. So, uh, got my fingers crossed. Uh, gotta try to keep it up a few more years. It's it's so funny too. Do you ever you ever like? Uh go through the tv and you're like oh my god i'm in this episode like anything like maybe maybe you're watching an old episode of macgyver or baywatch and you're like yeah that's right (laughs) well you know it's like uh, i usually tell people i'm the guy that if you watch tv a lot of tv sooner or later you'll you'll see me and you'll go hey there's that's that there's that guy that you know he he was in this and 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 that i remember his name but that's yeah that's that guy (laughs) <laughs> so uh that's that's usually uh, the reaction and um yeah i mean to say speaking of like uh, macgyver boy i did an episode of the uh, original macgyver with richard dean anderson and then man 29 years later i did another episode of the reboot of macgyver oh yeah, so yeah. It, it's like wow this is crazy <laughs> Were you playing the same character or, or did no. your character? No, probably. No, no, no. <laughs> no. MacGyver's villains had a way of exploding, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> I, it was like, uh, uh, it was funny because uh, 49 years later, I go, hey, man, I got, 
I got way older, but uh, MacGyver got younger. So <laughs> when the mullet's still the same, yeah, yeah well. <laughs> pretty great. Um, so on this, uh, of course, it's a it's a Ninja Turtles podcast. So I'm, I'm definitely going to ask you some questions about your portrayal of the sh- uh, sure. the Shredder. Um, for, first of all, I want to ask about that costume. What was the costume like to wear? You know, um, did it take a long time to get you suited up? Uh, no, not not at all. Because uh, I mean, you know, we're talking. This is uh, what ninety. We filmed it in eighty nine, and it came out, I think, in ninety. So, you know, it's a while back. In those days, uh, uh, the costumes weren't. You know, like we watch today, we watch all these Marvel films and all these uh, superhero films, and you know, the costume is great. It's elaborate. It's all you know, padded and fitted to you, and all that stuff. Um, I went, you know, we filmed it in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. So I flew over there to do a wardrobe fitting. And uh, it, it was basically just a, a cloth thing with a little, you know, um, sash around my, my, my waist. And, uh, you know, it's like five minutes to put on. And oh, then wow. you put on all the, all the plastic hmm. uh, uh, shredder stuff, you know, the, the blades. and the, the, uh, the only thing that was... Uh, got had to get used to was the helmet uh, which for some reason uh was a, a real made of of steel was the real thing so it was a little heavy and i kept thinking well, why are they you know why, why 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 is this why are they using a real thing and i think if i remember there's a scene in the movie where the shredder is basically you know sharpening the blade the, the points mm-hmm. on his helmet on a, mm-hmm. uh, on a thing there so i guess you had to keep keep it real with that, but uh, that that was the only part of the costume that was that was a little cumbersome. But the rest of it was fine. It's it's very different from the the one in the first film where he actually had like the hand gauntlets. Like this one, like it looked like you had more use of your hands and right. you're definitely holding more things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I guess because uh, if I remember the first film, you know, he he they threw him into that big garbage. Uh, pile and then they thought oh he's he's gone and then they came back in the second film climbing out of it so i guess i don't know he 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 got a little injured or he got i don't know what he what, i don't know what happened to him but i think yeah. i had more more scars in the second movie than the than the jimmy did in the first movie <laughs> and that's what i was going to ask about too because they show a close-up in the beginning part of like where you show up and mm-hmm. um it's like the mask is already on you've got right. like three visible scars there yeah did they yeah. give you any other prosthetics or is it literally like just those couple scars it was just that it was uh, you know they i think uh a couple of them was uh, some latex stuff that they glued on but most of it was was painted on and uh yeah, that was it. Because basically, you know, all you see is my eyes and the little area around it. So uh, they didn't really have to do anything else. The, That's the good. Mask and the helmet covered. Yeah, it did a good job of of kind of like uh, leaving that the chance and like the shadow and and right. uh, use of negative space. It was pretty fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So full full disclosure, I like this is my favorite Turtles movie, and, and I know uh-huh. like it's it's really popular for everyone to say that they like the first one because it's dark and all that, and it's got the martial arts in it. And, like I get that, but this mm-hmm. one to me it it has like character development, it has right. like it has humor, it mm-hmm. has like interpersonal relationships that you look at, and I and I mean I was a huge fan of Kino too, so like mm-hmm. I really like this movie. So yeah, just so you know, and and like. You know, with, with Shredder, like 
that's a huge part because obviously shredder and then super shredder it's right. iconic right so. right yeah it's funny because um uh i like the first movie because I, I mean when i went to see it i thought ah, but you know i had read the the comics and i thought how are they going to do this uh in a movie and i, I thought wow they did a they did a pretty good good job of, of putting it together and, and the, the costumes and everything it was dark it was it was you know very kind of a lot of martial arts and violent fights and stuff and i guess um you know you had the two camps the one camp of this is great i like this then the other camp of uh, it's a little too much and you know for kids and uh they had a little some complaints about it so i think that's why the second movie sort of they they really switched switched it up and and it, it was a little more we yeah. all turned out Kid wise okay. you know yeah. i mean yeah. that's yeah, like, like hey, I, I, it's a movie right <laughs> i i was i was i think like eight when it came out i'm like i came yeah. i turned out all right you know yeah, it's nice. i'm a i'm a upstanding member of society so there you go but there when um go. when it, when it comes to uh like thinking back to like that junkyard set was mm -hmm. um it, it looks like super clean for a junkyard and all that was right. there anything particularly interesting about that set or was it just kind of like uh like your basic hollywood set or uh, actually um, not even Hollywood, but yeah, I mean, it, uh, you know, because most the way they, they build the sets and, and the, uh, they design it. Um, I think if you look at it uh, as a whole picture, it looked great. Right. I mean, there was also, you know, they, they really did a good job of, of uh, putting all the, 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 of the design and things, but uh, as a functional set, you know, things have to be moved around for the cameras and this and that. So, um, uh, you know, it obviously it wasn't. It, it did look kind of clean for, you know, a junkyard. It's not like, uh, yeah, <laughs> the cars are stacked on top of each other, the yeah. little too, a little too <laughs> neatly, and <laughs> things like that. But uh, you know, and then of course the uh, the shredder, I guess, had time to have his his guys make a a throne for him out of the uh, <laughs> out of the junk. So yeah, it was. Uh, I think it's uh, as far as movie sets go. It's 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 um, and also for the time, um, you know, we're, 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 this is pre uh, CGI, pre all that stuff. So uh, it was all practical, and uh, I thought they did a great job. Yeah. Did you get much uh, opportunity to interact with the Henson team? No, not at all, because my 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 costume was not didn't have anything to you know. I didn't I didn't have to. The turtles had the they had the suit and the animatronics head and stuff like that, so it was more that. Uh, and the token Razor and, and them and you know they, right, they're not right. in all the movie, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, I wanted to ask you a question about uh, the Shredder as a character, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you think that the Shredder has any redeeming qualities? Do you think that he has anything that's admirable about him, uh, or do you think that he's just all the way evil? Well, you know. Um, for for whatever reason, I, I've played a lot of bad guys <laughs> in all the years I've been acting, and uh, you know, people always oh, you know, is it fun to be to be so bad and this and that? And I always say, well, you know, we we never think of ourselves as the bad guy, right? I mean, you don't go around go, hey, I'm the bad guy, I'm gonna do yeah. bad things. The things we do is because we want to do, you know, it's it's certain things we think we have to do, or this is. Uh, this is something I want to get, so I'm, I'm going to get it by whatever means uh, I can. And, uh, it turned, you know, it's 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 not the, the greatest way of doing it, 
So I think for the shredder, um, you know, I mean, you, you have that, that in, in the comics anyway, you have that kind of backstory of, uh, he, he was friends with Splinter uh, way back when they were both uh, students of, of uh, their sensei. And then they had the, the fight and then of course they split up and then uh, Shredder, I guess, uh, went one way and Splinter went another way. And uh, uh, sorry, I'm getting off, off off topic here but i know i think no, you're like uh, spot on on topic you're on the right show man <laughs> i think it's uh it's not that uh he i don't know if he has any redeeming qualities when you think of as you know uh, he's not going to be uh, going out there to i don't think uh unless it serves his purpose i don't think he's going to be going out to you know save little kids uh, at any time soon like i say unless there's something behind it so um in in that in that respect i guess that would be he's not walking around just doing pure evil things he's just more self-interest than evil. yeah self-interest yeah. it's like okay. hey this is i gotta do this uh and uh, i'm just gonna do it you know i gotta use whatever i have to to get it no matter what what you know what people think that's good yeah now so um they, did you have a good knowledge of this? I, I know you said that, that you read it, you know, um, on there. Did you have a good knowledge base for this? And how much is knowledge versus imagination? Because I, I imagine you got to have a pretty good imagination to be an actor to begin with. Yeah, no, I think uh, at least for me as an actor, uh, imagination is a big part of, of it. Um, the, you know, you, you get cast in something and then there's so, only so much... Uh, research you can do right i mean for for ninja turtles you can't you know i i, I reread all the comics i had i went back and you know just made just to see what was what uh, and and that's about the only thing you can you can prepare to do um you you know it's not the i wasn't walking around like some method actor going you know hey i'm the shredder don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing on set it was just oh, look uh, at my face yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> oh you know i'll slash you i'll shred you uh i you know it's it's for me anyway um it's uh it, it acting is not i don't want to say it's 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 i mean it's different for for uh, for any everybody for different actors, you know, they approach it differently. Uh, for me, like I say, uh, uh, imagination uh, is, is, I use a lot of it. So, especially for something like this, you know, you can't, I mean, like you say, this is sort of kids' fantasy uh, kind of stuff and it's all imagination. So you just have to put yourself in that place and, you know, you're standing there on top of this fake uh, uh, pile of, <laughs> of garbage, you're going, ah! you know revenge kind of thing it's it's, it's just fun it's just play pretty much yeah. I, I love how serious you play it too like uh, in that scene where you're coming out and, and you're like babies they're baby yeah. and you're so <laughs> dead serious you just absolutely sell that piece and, and i'm like this could have been goofy with like slide whistles behind it and all that but it's right, not right you know yeah. and Every ridiculous yeah. thing you're, you're picking up and it's serious when you pick up a giant dandelion and you're like, yeah. you know, and, 
and it's like the nuances that I notice as an adult versus when I was a child watching this and I'm like right. oh look at that I'm like I'm like the but like he's taking this absolutely seriously it's like super committed to the role and it's it's just so appreciated because it just it makes the movie just that much better for me oh thanks yeah I mean you have to you can't you can't uh as you're doing it you can't sort of uh you know uh, think to yourself oh this is this is you know this is just kind of goofy and crazy and i can't take it seriously kind of thing everything i mean the, the character for the character it's not it's not silly it's it, it is deadly serious so uh even for stuff like this you know if you, if you don't approach it uh in a serious manner then the audience can tell right away i mean even just any little thing right they, they can say, oh, wait a minute, that's, he, you know, he's faking it, or that's, that's not, you know, that's, it takes you out of it, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. I, I get that. Um, now, with, going back to the helmet there, um, was there any other helmet designs that they had, or was that the, the one from the beginning? That, that was the one from the beginning. Uh, because I guess, uh, I'm trying to remember if it's, that much different from the first movie but it, because it's I got it's got the, like saw teeth on it as yeah, opposed to right. like the first one was like all like clear or clean. right so yeah, it was like I clean. Think that was his you know the, the scene where he's he's uh in the in the shot in his in his uh workshop uh sharpening the the points of the helmet uh i guess that's his uh you know now you know you guys have to to destroy me now, but I'm not dead. I'm back, and I'm going to be even sharper and more shreddy than, <laughs> than before. So, since the sharpening of the helmet, you know, yeah, now, now you're going to get it. Look at my helmet. <laughs> so, you you mentioned before about like having to play the bad guy and the villain. How has uh, portraying the villain in these films, uh, and and even as the shredder, affected your relationship with fans? Like, do kids, are they afraid of the shredder? shredder? Do they love the shredder? You know? Um... Uh, you know, uh, no, I, I've never, they're not, they're not afraid. Uh, you know, I think uh, for a lot of them, I think, I think they think the shredder is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And, like... <laughs> uh, it's the, but, but I have had, uh, you know, people come up to me in, uh, at Comic-Cons and stuff saying, oh, my God, you know, you, you, you scared me so much when I was a kid as the shredder. It was so great to be scared by you. <laughs> I was like, "Oh well, uh, that's nice. Thank you." Uh, it's funny because that's, no. that's like, like Jim Henson said. You know, kids need to be scared a little bit. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. you have to. You, you treat them like an adult, and then you give them material that is like that. And it's like, hey, not everything is going to be like sanitized for your protection. Here's something that could exactly. be dangerous. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's pretty interesting. Um. Now, um, I have to say my favorite character that you've played in, in everything that I've watched is Walter from The Tick. You know, oh um, God. every time you come on screen, it's absolutely delightful. You know, um, was, was Walter a podiatrist? What was Walter's obsession with feet? You see, if, if we had gotten a third season, we might have found out. But uh, unfortunately, uh, I was waiting for that because uh, I, I have to say, all the, the 40 years I've been acting uh, I've waited 40 years for Walter to come along because he so is much. he is my absolute favorite uh, character that I've ever had the pleasure of playing uh, and because 
I don't know. It's one of those things where, uh, for me, the character was just like, uh, you know, it, it's just like, uh, it basically was me, you know, this sort of kind of nerdy, goofy guy, you know, with a lot he's of so compassionate. Just yeah, so <laughs> compassionate. It's like I, I swear he's like he's like a walking hug, you know, like yeah, a yeah. like a like a Ted like a proto Ted Lasso almost, yeah. you know, like kind of like that. So, he has no uh, no dialogue. I guess, yeah, ex- right? exactly. Yeah. I mean, the scene when we were filming when he was uh, opening his birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, take, oh, take look. Ooh, look at these shoes. Or you know, oh, my God, they're so soft. And it's like it's totally you know you go. <laughs> It, it just and for me playing that part it just it was it was one of those things where uh there was no um it just it was easy it, natural easy which to do it was just uh natural and there was no push there was no no work in you know trying to make it this way or that way or it, and, and of course the writing was was brilliant ben edlin is uh his brain is is like you know 10 times above mine where he could he comes up with these lines where I went, wow that's so funny how did you think of that it's like stuff like that uh but the writing the part came it's a good guy and, to uh, know too so yeah yeah <laughs> and uh it just uh it's kind of like one of those perfect storm that came together you know i was lucky to to get the part and uh and as, as i was doing it uh, it was just wow this is this feels so great to do it just you know uh and then uh, when I first started it, uh, you know, I didn't, they don't give you the whole, his character arc all the way through. You kind of, I didn't even know what, you know, later on, I was like, oh, really? This is, this is who he is? I didn't know that <laughs> kind of thing. So uh, it, it was just a great surprise every time something new came along about him. I I had a feeling they were going to try to pull some Spider-Man Uncle Ben thing with Arthur there where they were going to and I'm like oh no oh no you know but luckily it didn't get to that point but um yeah no 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 you're actually the second person that we've had on the show from from that show Uh Um, we had uh, Townsend Coleman on so the Uh voice of the original tick and then the voice of midnight so Mm -hmm. um, he he had a good time uh, talking about this and you know, like, like I said, I, I was just tickled pink that we got a chance to talk to Walter himself, you know, yeah. um, just cracking up when it, he's just um, listen to the answering machine. He's, By the way, it's weird. You have a landline. I mean, all right. Yeah. Fast forward. <laughs> I think it's a Loganberry. And I'm like, oh, I am dying. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah it, and I mean, it's it's funny because like when when I think of of everything that I've seen from you, it's there's not a tremendous amount it seems of comedy but there's there's some in there you know um yeah i i uh i was watching again uh the first part of beverly hills ninja which right. uh you know it's maybe <laughs> maybe you get about 10 minutes into the movie probably there yeah. and you know they, they didn't have you do that stunt did they where you had to fall onto the raft <laughs> no 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 i'm not that crazy we, yeah. we get the we get the crazy stunt guys to do that oh man what what a blast that must have uh, been you know, it, I, like you say, I don't do a, I don't get a chance to do a lot of comedies uh, because, again, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm always the bad guy kind of thing. But um, even, you know, comedies like that one or, uh, of course, The Tick. And then um, I did a, a, what was it called? A few years ago, a movie called, uh, was it 21 and Over? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually did yeah, see right, that, too. Right? 
Yeah, I yeah. Think my, is it Miles like, Teller in that one? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, it was like, oh, people are going, oh, wow, I didn't know he was so funny. I said, well, it's it's not it's not funny. I'm just doing. I'm just you know, it's like committing to the part, and this is what it is, and it just comes <laughs> off funny. You, you don't go in there going, I'm going to be funny, kind of thing, right? It's just this is this is how it is, and hopefully uh, in a comedy, it's going to come off uh, you know, a certain way. Well, you have to have delivery and timing for comedy. So, you know, luckily you have both of those elements, you know, and it, it is just reading a part, but also it's about the delivery of that part. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's fantastic, you know. And um, I mean, yeah. it, like uh, playing a doctor a lot, it seems, is another mm -hmm. uh, part. Um, I, uh, Eric was talking about that he, he's a big fan of Lost. He watches Lost with his wife and all that. Uh -huh. I, I have seen a good portion of Lost, so I, I was aware right. that you're on Lost and all that, yeah. but I, I don't know how I dropped off at a certain point of time. I think it's just that was on during like a certain point of my life where it's like, oh, I have a newborn right. kid, so yeah, you know, yeah. I, I didn't get a chance to oh, watch yeah. it. But, uh, oh, Eric, yeah. do, you have no, any, do you have any Lost questions for him? Yeah, I absolutely do. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you probably what's the get code? this a lot, no, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the code? No. Um, did you ever, uh, one of the things I was, me and my wife, I mean, okay, the show is called Lost. Right. The ending lost us. Like, you know, I mean, there's a million things that you could think of, like, right, or right. they already did. Is this the past life? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can, could you give it an, a good explanation of the ending for it? I, you know, I don't know if I could give an explanation that would satisfy everyone because mm -hmm. um you know uh i kind of uh divide the lost fans into two groups that the, the ones that i've met anyway that I know. <laughs> the ones who are just uh they love the little all the little uh information that they, they think you know well what does this mean and wait a minute they said this and you know what what is this why you know they're, they're, everybody's waiting for an answer to those little things that they set up and of course, you know, they may answer like a few of them, but at the end, you know, they kind of leave it open. And then mm -hmm. there's the other uh, side where you just kind of watch it as a, as a, and just sort of let it, I don't know, flow over you. You just kind of enjoy it. And um, either way, I think the ending, at least for me, I liked it because I'm on the side of just, I, I didn't really, you know, care about all the little stuff that they set up that I, you know, why, why was a, you know, uh, why was he called early or why was, you know, who, what's, what's the, what's the stuff with the polar bear and this and that. <laughs> it was just sort of, uh, Hey, this is, you know, you gotta, it's, it's, a, you gotta just take it as, as, as the story. Right. And mm -hmm. um, I don't, I, I can't, I mean, I'm, I guess I don't have enough imagination to come up <laughs> with, with an ending that would satisfy would go, Oh, that's yeah. original kind of thing. Cause it's really, I mean, everybody has the, you know, they were all dead already and this is all mm -hmm. you know the island was the purgatory maybe or maybe this or that or what's you know um you have to it's it's one of those things where you the audience sort of put in your own two cents worth of what what it is it's like that my yeah. character the uh dr dr chang one of his names you know it was when I did it, it was just like, oh, this guy is just making this sort of dry, you know, very technical uh, orientation video of, of stuff that you would see at the, you know, whatever, like you would see this in science class in, in high school or something, some <laughs> boring guy talking about this and that. And that's what, that's how I, I just, you know, that's, 
That's what they told me. That's what I did it. But audience members who watch it put into it different takes of what they thought it would be. You know, people would come up to me and say, oh, man, you you were so creepy. How did you do that? I was like, oh, wow. Oh, uh, I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> And other people, people go, oh, dig wow. a little deep. Yeah, <laughs> some people really people dig a little go, deep. Go, oh, yeah, this is you were this and that, and you were, you know, this and that. And I was like, wow, uh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 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 I, I, it really is the person watching kind of putting into their own idea of, of you know, it's, it's almost like the power of suggestion. They they have a certain image, and that's what they go with. And, uh, I think for Lost, if, if, uh, like you say, it's there were a lot of disappointed fans, and there were a lot of fans who liked it. But, uh, I had a, a my my friend from college, you know, he was a big Lost fan. And, uh, the uh, <clears throat> after the <laughs> after the finale, he calls me up and says, "God damn it! I just wasted six years of my life." You got <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope he wasn't watching Game of Thrones then. I mean, gee, yeah. God, don't even. I don't even talk about Game of Thrones. My, yeah. my blood pressure just jumps. Okay, we'll just pretend like the last three episodes of Game of Thrones didn't exist. So you know, oh I, I liked the Battle of Winterfell. I'm I I liked I, it. I thought it was I, fine. Yeah, you know, I something just went really weird the last three episodes, and then you yeah. said, wait a minute, wait a minute, they wouldn't do that. You know, wait it's like why yeah. why would this person do that? You know, it's just. It's strange. It's crazy. Yeah. See, I mean, that's that's like that's like a Lost fan talking about the the finale. I mean, I, I was a I mean, I was a huge Game of Thrones fan until those last three episodes, where I just it just you know you it go wow my god yeah <laughs> that's cool. So are are you into like sci-fi fantasy like that kind of stuff? Um, oh, anything like that, I'm I'm there. Even if it's bad, even if it's you know like just horrible or whatever, I'm there. Uh, but yeah, everything. They should, the, they should get you on. Um, they should get you on Wheel of Time then. Oh so, yeah, that yeah. would be cool. I, I watched that too. I mean, all those Wheel of Time, Witcher. Oh um, yeah. You know, uh, I'm waiting for stuff that's uh, you know. Um, I was just watching something the other day, and I thought, well, why was this movie panned so much? Because I thought it was pretty good. Um, John Carter. Oh, John Carter yeah. of Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You know, it's it's one of those things where it like the property is awesome. It, it's kind of kind of weird and kind of dated and all that. But it's like, right, right. this is pretty good. And, and like the actor in it, uh, Taylor something. I know he was Taylor on. Fish, um, yeah. T- yeah. He did really well. Yeah. And no. Everything else. You've got Mark Strong in there. And got, I'm know, like, this got, is cool. No, um, you got Willem Dafoe doing the Vols. Yeah. yeah. And I thought I, the actress. Uh, what's her name? gorgeous gorgeous yeah you know it was i I liked it i I am 100 percent with you 100 percent yeah i'm hoping that disney resurrects that and brings it back as a series because it would just be really really good let's see what they do who knows eric did you get a chance to see that uh john carter of mars uh no i haven't Disney Disney film that came out. Edgar Rice, Rice Burroughs wrote this, and he's the guy that created Tarzan. So right. this was this was like eighteen hundreds, you know, uh, serial pulp novel type stuff. Yeah, so I mean, was, this was. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I loved all the Tarzan stuff. I've probably seen every Tarzan movie since you know Buster Crab or going back or to like Johnny Weissmuller. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they were always there. Was like I was like. 
wait a minute, this is not the, it's not the same as the book. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a little it's a little weird back then, but you know. Yeah, it was like you know he didn't pop like this. Wait a minute, uh, and they've tried a whole bunch of. Different, I think I watched the last one with uh, Scarsgard. Oh yeah, yep. And you know it's 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 dated now. I don't know how you can do a Tarzan movie now with 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 like oh look there's this you know white guy in the middle of africa <laughs> and the cgi cgi apes yeah. and stuff and yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah 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 so yeah. i i like um i like tarzan as as like a an idea like uh i feel yeah. like in movies georgia the jungle works better you know yeah, going yeah. that route yeah. you know and yeah that was certainly fun and you know they made a sequel so that that was was interesting you know what um so so you you like you like a lot of this this stuff which is is cool because we could see like like you're on the expanse which is a heck of a show i um i was wondering if you were ever approached or if you had ever tried to get into either star trek or star wars especially knowing jj from working on lost uh i i'm still waiting uh for anything that has to do with star trek I'd love uh, to see you on Star Trek because I'm a Star, huge Trekker. Star Trek, you know, yeah, I'm a huge Trekker too, from way from you know original Star Trek, and uh, yeah, I, I I've watched every uh, every Star Trek thing, but I just this this like a couple hours ago, I was just watching the Picard. Um, so yeah, I'm still waiting. I would love to do something on Star Trek or, or Star Wars. It doesn't you know whatever it is. Like I, I love science sci-fi stuff, so anything that you know. That's would you uh, would you be good to sit for the makeup? Maybe get like the Romulan uh, sort of made oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even there, yeah, even still, uh, I would even put on a red shirt. Uh, <laughs> okay. On the Star Trek, and go and be you know uh, part of the away team or something, and, and uh, you know anything on Star Trek would be great for me. That's that's awesome. Do you have a favorite episode of the original series? Uh, well, I think i It's sort of maybe every not everybody but most people's favorite episode is uh city on the edge of forever oh Tom yeah collins you know you get they get zapped back to the, the 20s and uh the first time the first time i think they uh shadner gets to uh curse on tv uh kind of because at the last the last line he says when he comes back is hey let's get the hell out of here Everybody's going, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and then like DeForest Kelly kind of took that over afterwards, you know, with uh, yeah. damn it, Jim, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of I, I want to say it was like the was it the the terror beneath? You know, it was it was the uh, the first episode with the Romulans where it's it's like a battle of wits between the two captains. Yes, yes. Oh, the first man. time they see the first time they see what a Romulan looks like. So right? great. And uh they all they, they see a, the, the image of the Romulan and then everybody turns and looks at Spock and goes, "Hey, what the hell?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was that was like the kickoff, and it was it was so interesting. It's yeah. so so cool to, to you know meet and get to talk to another trekker. I, I I love it, you know. And and I'm definitely watching Picard. It's my favorite thing that's on right now. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. It's, it's it's good show, and um, I, uh, I I like I'll, it. <laughs> I you know I'm gonna get like hate mail, but of all the Star Trek, I think I'm still I'm still trying to get into Discovery. Discovery, give it time, is, you know, 
it's like there's some great episodes and then there's some episodes where you go oh well, i guess that didn't work <laughs> but uh yeah it, it it's it's uh it's weird because the the technology the film technology now is so much better and oh, just yeah. stuff, well now that they've well, actually now it's okay they've jumped 900 years into the future but uh before that you go wait this is before kirk and it's kind of you know uh, DS9 is still my favorite. Like I, I grew up on the next generation, but uh Deep Space right. Nine, it's yeah. it's yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's interesting, and you've got such a diverse cast, and there's mm-hmm. there's like one of every type of person for representation and all that. Yeah. And yeah. this this was like so ahead of its time. Oh yeah. Then, then they go back to the 1940s and 1930s and they're they're talking right. about racism in San Francisco and you're like, yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's just uh, interesting and and um there there's a really cool documentary about that called uh, what we left behind about mm. what they would have done for the next season if they had done that. Oh okay wow uh, I'd recommend that. That's pretty interesting. So yeah, that's that's cool. And uh, uh, we didn't we didn't mention um, Star Wars. Did you get a chance at all to um, think about Star Wars? Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it, I've I've seen all the all the Star Wars stuff. Uh, I was very entertained. It's great. It's a, it's almost like uh, you know the difference between Star Wars and Star Trek, right? For me, Star Wars is just it's it's. Uh, it's lightsabers and and uh, you know uh, stuff like that and, and uh, the, the, that kind of sci-fi where it was uh, you know uh, spaceship battles and, and, mm-hmm. and things action. like that action and Star Trek you have that but uh, also the the original Star Trek uh, was more what I liked about it was of course the you know the sort of the allegorical stuff the stories that that they had in it you know. They, they 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 land they go to the planet where uh, something went horribly wrong and they thought you know when you could think of stuff like you know this guy went was sent to this planet to help them and he thought oh you know what I'm gonna you know show them that some of the the good stuff that the Nazis did and <laughs> jeez yeah, like and a Harry Harry Mud character yeah, you know and it turned yeah. out oh wait a minute uh, you know it went all over wrong kind of stuff uh but stuff like that uh you know stories uh the the writing was was, was a little more was a little deeper i think for me anyway i agree yeah but I, you know all sci-fi stuff like, like i say all sci-fi and uh fantasy stuff uh is I, I eat that stuff up you know uh lord of the rings man i i, I could watch that stuff you know all day long that's that's fantastic that's that's yeah. my my favorite too big yeah. big fan you know um i i love the movies um the hobbit was okay it's yeah. uh it's fun to watch but it's not mm-hmm. like like eh, i'd rather watch yeah. the original. So. yeah the first three was great and then they, then you go oh i guess it was so good we're gonna you know keep it going and then to try to keep it going you kind of go well it's not new it's still a lot of fun but hey it's uh yeah yeah but yeah again, you're exactly so right it's like well that was a fun <laughs> dragon but um yeah yeah that <laughs> didn't happen in the book but uh, yeah yeah i don't know it's it's tough and, and and i imagine you meet like at, at the cons and all that you work at you, you you meet like a ton of the fanboys that are probably like oh yeah this wasn't like this in the 
show you did or something and it's like eh. right we eric and i are positive people we try to enjoy everything even like the negative aspects oh, yeah. of something oh, yeah. um i um i have a friend who has one of his favorite movies is a movie that you played in a movie called city of industry do you, do you remember um yeah. working on that one with harvey Keitel and steven yes, dorf i remember yes i remember i didn't get to work with steven dorf but uh I, didn't yeah, I don't think he was in the scene. Harvey Keitel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, um, do you have any? So, do you have any interesting stories about City of Industry for my friend Bob? <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I had that one scene with Harvey Keitel, and um, we're working through this. You know, he, the, the, his character uh, is beating the shit out of me, and uh, we're talking to the director, and, and Harvey Keitel's like, he, he's going, hey, you know what? I mean. You know, it's like, can I take a punch at least, or can I get hit once or something? Because throughout this whole thing, I'm just, you know, beating people and nothing, nothing's touching me, and everybody's just, you know, I'm really, I'm not Superman. <laughs> and the director's like, well, you know, this is, I think it's better if you just. So basically, you know, we start the fight, and, and he, 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 if I remember. Um, he gets on top of me and it's like, you know, MMA, he's just sitting there wailing on me. Uh, and, I, you know, if you do it realistically, I guess I would be covering myself or I would try to grab him or something, but we didn't have any of that. So that yeah. was, <laughs> it was not called city of reality. It was yeah, called that city was, of that industry. Was, that was fun to do. That was fun to do. It's an interesting plot too, because it was like, it was about a, a diamond theft that turns into a revenge, revenge right. fantasy right. and all that. So it's like, yeah. oh, you know, kind of, yeah. kind of interesting. And it's uh, my, my friend always goes back. It's one of his favorite movies. And I'm like, I'm like, I like the movie, Bob, but it's not, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, like, it's okay. It's not like that. <laughs> but it's that it's was... got some good performances in it. So it's just, oh, yeah. Know, he's, he lives and dies by Steven Dorf. So yeah. uh, I, I think I did city of industry. Bef no, was it before, before, uh, we did a remake of uh, La Femme Nikita. You see that? Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, no. And uh, uh, Kaitel was in that too. And uh, I have a scene with him where uh, he comes into the elevator and uh, he shoots me. <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and we go up, up, up to the fifth floor, whatever, and the elevator opens up and he drags, drags me out and, you know, dumps my body, body into a jacuzzi or something uh, so uh yeah that was a uh, point of point of no it. return right yeah 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 yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and then you were on the show nikita with uh with maggie yes. q yes yes yeah that was a fun yeah. show that was fun yeah did you ever see the other version of nikita i did yeah right? and um the, the I, I forget the, i forget her name but she, i remember she was in league of extraordinary gentlemen Yes. And, and I, I'm like, I did. I watched that. That was like a USA show production. And I'm like, yes, OK, yes, yeah, yes, yes. I, I, uh, it, it stinks that that's escaping my memory right now. But I'm like, yeah, I remember her. You know, she was she mm -hmm. was cool, too. It's yeah. it's always been like a really fun sort of uh, idea. And, and whenever mm -hmm. you've seen like they just did another one and Samuel Jackson was in it. And it's it's kind of it's kind of like how he did uh, the long kiss goodbye. And it's yeah. kind of like La Femme Nikita, but it's mm -hmm. not exactly. So I'm like, it's oh, all right. you're, you're talking yeah. about the one with the with the Maggie Q. Yeah, again? she's in that one, too. Yeah, the, the protege. Yeah. Yeah, the protege. That's what yeah, it was. Protege. Sure. 
it was it was interesting because I, I i'll watch anything that samuel L. jackson's in I, I, he's just one of my favorite actors to watch so i'm like all right i'll check it out he's playing a guitar you know it's interesting you know, it was Long a fun watch night was, was great man oh yeah yeah that was really good yeah yeah that was fun i i think that was like that was one of my frequent rentals back in the day too at blockbuster <laughs> like yeah. let me check this out it'd be like you know what that gina davis is pretty attractive <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> i love that i love that uh it's uh it's becoming almost like a you know um not stereotype but the the the, the thing of uh, oh uh like long kiss good night right she's she's uh she's like a housewife but then you find out she's uh you know she's yeah, a like trained, actually yeah, yeah, <laughs> trained she, killer yep yeah that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah it's 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 a fun concept and, and yeah. i mean i i think they just did something similar to that with like this uh nobody with bob odenkirk in it yes yeah yes. that was kind of fun and yeah so mm-hmm. so it, it seems like you watch a lot of movies too then i man i watch i'm a huge huge tv watcher to begin with and also love movies uh i've watched probably i mean i don't know about you guys but i probably watch more movies than most people will combined you know that's research to, for you right yeah, yeah, nah, tax, yeah. tax write-off you know, uh, <laughs> business expense <laughs> i'll go with that yeah <laughs> uh it's uh i love movies and uh i i you know i i love i used to be now i'm getting a little older my memory's starting to you know slip which is which sucks but i would watch movies i would remember every actor in it i remember the plot line the characters you can say something and i go oh mean like uh you know um whatever uh that was struther martin in uh you know cool hand luke that's what you're talking about oh nice you know (laughs) you know uh it it, i I can just snap them off like that um not so much anymore so (laughs) so when when you you were out doing auditions and all that as an actor do you have like a favorite monologue that you would go to or anything like do you have like a like a standard you know you know you would go in and be like all right i'm gonna give them this uh, not so much for film and TV because, uh, you know, when I used, I, I did a, a tons of theater when I was younger and uh, you would have to go in and, and do a, a monologue, you know, they, they, they always tell you, go oh, do a monologue or do a, you know, comedic one or whatever. And you just work on one that you like. Uh, but I haven't done that in, you know, years. Uh, TV and film is different. They don't, they don't want you to do a monologue. They just give you the, the scenes of whatever it is you're auditioning for. And, uh, the only monologue I can remember doing and probably uh, was the audition I did for Lost, where it was like a three page, uh, you know, uh, monologue of this orientation thing that I was supposed to do. And uh, I, I still to this day, I, I believe that one of the reasons I got the part was I was able to memorize the whole thing and do it like once. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the audition. It's impressive. You know, like, I was like, oh, okay, that, I think you can do it. And I think the memory capacity for something like that is, is definitely a developed skill. You know, um, I, yes, I know it's, yes. it's, it's not easy. And, you know, I, I've, I've talked to directors before and I, I've talked to like a, a lot of uh, actors and it's like, 
you know, it, it always amazes me on how you're able to go through and you have four or five pages of script and you can keep them mm -hmm. and you hit those notes and all that. And you're like, oh, here, I'm going to really inflect I've, you know, and it, it's it's something that it's like it's it's impressive to the, the layman, you know, like like myself, who it's like I enjoy what you put out. But mm -hmm. to do it, mm -hmm. you know, I I do a little bit of voice acting on on our yeah. show, like like I do. Mm -hmm. I do a voice of the shredder. I do the voice of like mm -hmm. the, the turtles and all that. But um, yeah. luckily, I, I can just read it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, first of all, I guess, you know, the more the more, you, of course, the more you do it. The more the easier it gets you know it's just like practice if you practice doing something over and over it's, it's you know it's not it's not that hard and um yeah because people always you know come up to me and say oh my god how how you know how do you remember all those lines or whatever like well i you know it's just you do it and then but the one thing that I'm, and i bet you mother most other actors will tell you is you you can do the lines as soon as it's it's done as soon as it's over it's in one ear out the other yeah i mean it's gone you can't you know, the next day you come back and you try to do it again and you're like oh shit i i gotta relearn this kind of thing oh like if they call you back for a reshoot yeah <laughs> something yeah you know it's just uh I, I don't know i think uh it's just the way it works for promotion so, so we've seen you in in a lot of different properties um one, one of which uh we we saw you in dc you know, in the Birds of Prey movie, which mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I, I thought was great. I, I liked it a lot because mm -hmm. um, it was definitely not like the Suicide Squad movie. Sure. It, it right, was like right. past that. And it was it was mm -hmm. like similar to like a Deadpool and all that. Um, do yeah. you, um, yeah, yeah. you think that we'll see you in anything that's like maybe a Marvel property? Uh, who knows? You know, I've, I've auditioned for a couple of times for some, uh, Marvel stuff and uh, I haven't gotten it yet, but uh, you know, you never know uh, in this business. Like I say, I'm still waiting for my Star Trek. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> thing, yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, who knows? Maybe, you know, you know, five years from now, I'll get a call. You never know. Uh, stuff stuff comes up and then you just have to uh, go along with it. It, it still still blows my mind that it's like there's there's a lot of the stuff that that um you, you've done twice like with the um with the macgyver they could get you on the flash mm -hmm. show again since you were on the old flash that would be fun that's right yeah you know? yeah exactly and, and you didn't i don't think you died in that one so it's like <laughs> like he's still here well, that doctor's I, here too yeah yeah, yeah. uh i'm getting to the point uh in my career where uh i i, I jokingly tell uh a lot of the younger uh, Asian American actors and talents that just sooner or later I'm going to be playing you, Dad. So watch for it. Because that's all I've been doing that for like the last few years. Is, hey, I, you know, oh, wait a minute, you you were my daughter. Oh, you were my son. Wait, I played your dad in this. I played your dad in that. So yeah, it's coming. Well, that's great. You know, I can it, it, see if I can place to play somebody's dad in a Marvel marvel thing right? or you know uh, yeah you can there's plenty of dads out there you know you, you can yeah. play a dad and you know a scientist a doctor who is someone's yeah. dad you know things things that's, that right. Each, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right so i i wanted to ask uh what else do you have coming up for your con schedule this year i know um eric had run into you at lexington con um are you gonna be working the big ones um uh you know i in terms of cons i just uh i, I kind of go where they point me uh right now 
uh, oh, this, where are we? This is the next weekend, the, 20, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, I think. I'll be in uh, Huntsville. There's a big, there's a con in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, and then after that, I think in, in June, there's a couple other ones uh, I know I'm supposed to go to. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't remember what they are, but uh, uh, like I say, it's just, you know, my, my managers will call up and say, hey, are you free this, you know, can you do this one? And I said, yeah, I think so. And uh, I'm just, like I say, I just go where- <laughs> where, they, where they point you? Where they tell me to go. <laughs> yeah. So, but, so but here's- are... <laughs> So here's the question, who has the best food? Yeah. So when, well, when you go out, like uh, whether it's Alabama or, you know, Tennessee or New York yeah. or LA, uh, you know, the thing is, like, when I go to the cons, <clears throat> it's usually for the weekend, like, and when I'm during the day, it's like from 10 to 6 or whatever, I'm, I'm in the, the convention center or wherever we're doing it. Uh, I'm there all day. And then by the evening, I'm pretty beat. So I just usually grab something to eat that's around the hotel. And then it starts again the whole weekend. So I don't really get a chance to go out and sample uh, the cuisine of, of the location, which I would love because I, I love to eat. And uh, it's, uh, you know, people are always telling me, oh, you could, you're, you're here in Cincinnati. You gotta have, you gotta go get some, uh, you know, Cincinnati spaghetti. You're close there. That's, that's close to where Eric's from. Yeah, because I, I, oh, yeah, because yeah, I met I met you up in Cincinnati the first time. Uh, oh, okay. And then I met you at I met you again yeah. down there in Lexington, and the next time if you're in Lexington, I I I'll, I will tell you this, there <clears throat> there's actually a place that me and my wife go to because we go down to Tennessee. It's called Red State uh -huh. Barbecue. Now, yeah. literally just a hole in the wall. It uh, really, really is. It's like a mom and pop place. That's and usually I, the best places, man. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, and especially on Sunday, we always hit there yeah. on Sunday for some reason, and the church people right. go to it, and yeah. their brisket. I get like the brisket oh, sandwiches, man. and oh, oh and I'm man, telling you, next time I'm if you go to Lexington next time and we come down, I will bring you right. some food. In you should definitely. Oh, I, I will. I will. Right, I will know. make that promise to you that I will bring food to you from that place all that right. way you have something all to right eat. do you like mac and all cheese right. thank you oh like i say there's not much uh that i won't eat oh cool okay, okay. i mean uh, okay uh, you know because they got uh, some great food i mean you gotta get a little southern uh, hospitality when you're down there <laughs> yeah yeah no it's it's it, uh i just gained like three pounds just listening to you right now so <laughs> <laughs> it's all that liquid smoke you're talking thing. about yeah, yeah <laughs> right? like, oh, man, if, if i could just go and eat i would be you know uh, well your last name is chow so yeah there you you know, go. <laughs> so um since since this is a turtles podcast um we, we usually do a pizza recipe in here um what okay. what would what's your favorite pizza topping i should oh, say man. okay once again you know this it could be weird. Like, Someone told us peanut butter well, once. This is just like the lost uh, finale. There's going to be the group of people who are going to go, yeah. And then there's going to be the other group. He's going to say gonna pineapple. Go, yes. There you go. <laughs> I 
didn't do it. I'm with you. I'm with Hawaiian you. Pineapple. <laughs> pineapple and ham. <laughs> I I like um I like pineapple and pepperoni because of that savory mix with it. But um I am one hundred percent with you. That little sweetness and then that little savory combined is just uh, this is great. Uh, now I have, now yeah. I have to make. I might have to take back my barbecue thing. I, I don't know, Eric. I look, yeah. Eric. I, I did. I did an interview with um with a, a gentleman who was the um the nephew of Jim Varney, right? So we we did an interview, yeah. and, and he was talking about how uh, Jim's favorite dish was his niece made a stir fry with pineapple in it. I never in my life right. thought about doing that, and it has changed my direction. Oh in life. yeah. I just oh, like yeah. fresh Del Monte gold. You get it, you cut it up, you throw it in there, and it's like, wow, a little ponzu sauce. Yeah. You're you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. So I I am Anything I'm with, with you on the, that. You know, uh, I've had like a um, a burger with a thin slice mm-hmm. of pineapple yeah. that's mm. been you know yeah, kind I've of a charred made those teriyaki. Ah oh, man, that's just yeah. <laughs> I made plenty of those in, oh, in my geez, time. See, talking about this, I gotta, I gotta go, into, I gotta go get some pineapple right now. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm actually thinking about getting some too. I know I just yeah. bought some at at, at Jewel, so I was like, oh, good. That's, yeah. I got yeah, some pineapple. Got my son some pineapple juice earlier, just literally uh-huh. about a couple hours ago. You know, just go out to the kitchen, All shred, right. shred some up. You know, it's, it's like, see what we did there. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. so. In, in in terms of that, I mean, I, I don't have any more questions about like Shredder or anything else like that. Like, I I loved the movie Rescue Dawn, even though it was like like super bleak at points. Um, just like a really well made movie. Was, you know, it you know that was a great great experience for me because I got to work with uh, Herzog, who is, you know, he's kind of a crazy guy, but uh, just amazing director and just it was just so much. You know, I I. I got the job and I, I flew out to Thailand and uh, I get to the set and uh, I'm talking to you and we're like, oh man, if you would come here, you know, I'm saying, wait, what's going on? He goes, wow, you know, we're, we're totally new too. We're like, uh, you know, the, the last crew just all quit. And they, they call us to come in to replace you. And they're like, wow, what happened? Because, because they, they, they didn't like working with him. They can't, they don't, you know. And I'm going, oh man, this is going to be bad. But then, you know, I met him, and I got to talk to him, and I thought, oh, well, I, don't know, I don't know what the deal is. I think, he, you know, uh, he's known for his uh, movies he, he, he does. They weren't like studio movies where he has this whole team of people. He would be like going, you know, pulling, you know, hauling that camera up the hill himself and doing stuff himself. And he would just, you know, this is what I want to do. This is what I do. So almost like a documentary guy. So I guess he stepped on a lot of toes doing uh, that of course. kind of stuff. Because people were like, hey, wait a minute. That's my job. This is my job. Well, you, you get into yeah. that when you have like like unions and, and, you know, people you're not supposed to touch the camera yeah, and all that. Of like, course. Which like is, you can't pick which up gaffing is, tape, which, you know. Which it's, is great. Yeah. It, it's yeah. job security. Is, you know, which is, I mean, you, you, you get onto a well-oiled, uh, set where the crew you know knows exactly what they're doing and they know their jobs and they don't do, it's it's amazing how how they can work together it's you know but you know you go you're out there in the in the middle you know countryside of thailand and you've got uh and the, the way he worked i guess he's he's not used to the, the whatever the studio stuff or the, the you know whatever and he, he's an artist you know it's yeah he, he had his own ideas which was i mean i thought he was you know he was great to work with i i, I 
I, I'd do it again in a, in a second, but uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, because I remember. Yeah, it's such an interesting film too. It's like I, I, it's got some darkness to it, and and uh, yeah, you know, it's but it's so well performed, and and it's just a it's a cool movie. I wanted to bring up because it was it was one that I enjoyed, and you know, it's a a pretty decent part. So you know, I imagine. um, Yeah, no, it was uh, it was pretty. uh, You know, you know, I was. uh, Who was it? uh, I read his book once, and he said uh, the first thing he Michael Caine, right? I read his book where he says, oh, the first thing I, I uh, check out is if I'm offered a, a project is uh, where, where do I go on location? <laughs> <laughs> and if it's a great location, uh, I usually say yes. No matter how bad the movie is, I go, oh, okay, oh, get to go to Paris? Okay, I'll go there. So, you know, yeah. that's that's how we got Jaws 3, right? Because yes, he wanted to exactly. buy a boat. So exactly. <laughs> Michael Kine, I wanted a boat. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. You just go, why, why are you why are you doing this, Michael Kane? <laughs> <laughs> why are you in this movie? <laughs> now, do, do you have um, do you have like uh, either like accents or dialects under your belt, like anything that you do or will break out in um, in character usually? Uh, not really. I mean, uh, you know, sad to say I have the general sort of uh it's not so bad these days but i, I have the general asian accent that uh, in the you know what 25 30 years ago when i would uh, go and audition for stuff and they would always say oh you, you gotta do it can you do it with an accent and i'm like well sure can you do it with a you know a japanese accent or a vietnamese accent i said sure and they all they, you know they, it's all they're all the same I mean, you just say sure accent, and <laughs> yeah my accent for that is all this is a general asian accent nobody nobody could tell the difference so they said oh that's great that's great do that i said okay <laughs> uh but no i don't you know i don't uh, i'm trying to think of uh um i've been doing a little bit more voiceover stuff and i just finished a, a, another video game where i was a, a, basically just a the British guy, which was fun to do, uh, and then, uh, but everything else, unless it's voiceover stuff, I, I, I don't have to do too much accents, too many accents of, of you know different things. Eric was and telling me he's a big fan of that Ghosts of Tashima. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was uh, that was a lot of fun to do. It turned that's out to be a huge game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful game. It is. It's a, it, you know the technology <clears throat> from uh, just. You know, 20 years ago to now, it's just, it's amazing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I did a, a video game in, I said, 90, I want to say 95 or something. Uh, uh, Wing, Wing Commander. Commander? Yep. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, oh, okay, it's just, a, it's just a game, right? And I show up and it's, you know, it's like Mark Hamill and Malcolm McDowell and all these big stars. are. Was, was that it. the one John Reese davies was in? Yes, he was there. Yeah. I got uh, I got to interview the, him and ask him about yeah. Wing Commander a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. You know, the first one was pretty was 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 kind of what you would expect, but then the second one the, the, that we did, it, it was just it was shooting a movie basically. Uh, they had these huge sets. Everything was practical. You know, we had all these sort of action things with the laser guns and this and that and it was all and these were all just for the scenes in between the game playing right so 
it was it was pretty I, I have friends that used to swear by that game like they absolutely loved yeah. it and, and still to this day yeah. like w- when i was interviewing uh, uh davies my friend's like ask him about wing commander i'm like oh, okay yeah. I'll, yeah. you know it's like yeah. right yeah. and then ask him yeah. about dune okay i did you know yeah. <laughs> like we talked about dune for five seconds it was okay you know it's like <laughs> yeah yeah, but those those are those are fun, and I I love just how like uh, deep into this that you get, and I love that you're a movie fan yourself, and you know, um, is oh, is man. there um, I, any recommendations you have for folks like for what to watch that that you feel is like particularly good? Oh, you know what I? It's weird because there's there's stuff that I like that I I I, I think is is uh, amazing, uh, and there's stuff like. I have a friend in college, and our favorite movie, and it still is my favorite movie, is is probably something no one's ever heard of, uh, the In-Laws, the original In-Laws with um, <clears throat> Alan Arkin, Peter Falk. Oh this no, like kidding! 19, 19, late, late, maybe is that 70s, the, the one with them on, in a boat on a cover? I think no, no. I, I gotta look this up. Uh, Alan Arkin is like a, a, a you know a dentist. Peter Falk is a CIA guy. And their their kids are gonna get married, and uh, okay, they, they, they so Peter Falk ropes Arkin into this uh, this mission that he has to go on in, in somewhere in South America, and it, it's just the, you know the story is that <clears throat> uh, Marlon Brando loved this movie so much he watched it over and over, and that's why he did. Uh, the Freshman, which was the same uh, writer, uh, where he played basically he played you know Don Corleone. As you guys have yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, with a, yeah. with a lizard, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I have yeah. absolutely yeah, seen yeah. The Freshman, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just looking yeah. this up. I'm well, like, check oh, out. I have to watch this. Check out the in-laws. It's just uh, they they did a remake with. Uh, Albert Brooks and uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, Two thousand three. I, I remember that. That's the one that I recall. Yeah. So right. No, that's that's that's. Don't even don't even look at that one. Look at the I love one. I love it's, Peter Falk. You know, oh, just, he, just he a couple is, questions. So, <laughs> yeah, so amazing. <laughs> yeah, he he was and good. I I like him. <laughs> Alan Arkin is uh you know he's like a god to me. He's by far anything that he's in I will watch. Um, I just watched him in Grudge Match yesterday. Have you ever seen yeah, that one? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen yeah. that, Eric? It's, oh man, no, it's like Rock, I, Rocky I versus Raging Bull, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That was pretty yes. fun. It's it's so it's so weird and poignant that I just had watched that yesterday in preparation for another another show. Yeah. So that's that's pretty funny. Alan Arkin, yeah. um, I love Alan Arkin, um, especially mm-hmm. the animated uh, the Peter Beagle. Uh, the last unicorn mm. he plays smendrick the magician and uh yes. i'm i you know how does he do this and, and it's like he does this and then he does like another thing i think he was in the jerky boys movie it's like he's he's done a yeah. ton of stuff yeah. I, yeah I will say this you have 28 more or 27 more uh credits to your work than alan arkin does so well, so just well, if you're if geez. you're keeping track of yourself versus alan arkin mm. you're you're doing pretty good wow <laughs> I don't know if I can, I, I can, you know, Hey, Alan, I, I did Baywatch. Did you do Baywatch? <laughs> he wishes he did Baywatch. Come on. Would you, 
I could see you running down. That was yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. that was like so the, the biggest show in the world for like a good was, like six was. year period. So yeah, you know, and then <laughs> then we got the internet, and everyone's like, "Well, we don't need be watch anymore." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty fun. But um, I I wanted to to just uh, like I don't want to keep you too much longer for for the show. Um, where's a good oh, place? As long um, as you want. Oh wow, that's that's fantastic. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great. It's, like I say, I don't get a chance to talk movies and stuff like that with uh, with too many people because uh, not too many people have, you know, I have one friend who has probably watched maybe the same amount as I have, but uh, everybody else is like, what, what are you talking about? Who, what? So, so let me ask you this then. This will be this will be like a really deep cut. If um if you're into sci-fi and if you're into classic movies, mm-hmm. are you are you familiar with a film called Lost Horizon? So which, which um, version? Uh, the well, the the original version with the lost footage and all that. So if so, you are familiar with it then. With a Ronald Coleman, yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one one of my oh. favorites, you know. Um, yeah, then th- this is when you know a good person who has like excellent taste in film. When you talk to them about Lost Horizon, they're like, "I remember Lost Horizon. Did you see the the version that they did with the the twenty nine seconds of extra footage they found?" And you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, because they lost it. They, it was all, you're watching it all of a sudden. It's like still a still photograph, and there's voiceovers going. Ex- exactly. Go, oh, shit, yeah. what, what happened? <laughs> but yeah, of course, I, you know, you have to have watched the the seventies musical one. Have you seen that? I have seen parts of it. Um, I, I don't yeah. know that I, I had a copy that I could watch all the way through because I, I had yeah. like a VHS uh, copy of it from like HBO or yeah. something. So yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely seen parts of it. So it was it was on like the same uh, tape as like an episode of Red Dwarf or something. So, you know, yeah. It's, yeah, that's another 80s throwback there. But yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's pretty that's pretty fun, you know. Um, yeah, so um, if you get a chance uh, to watch the uh, movies that were up for an Academy Award this year, like uh, Coda and Belfast and, and Dune and all uh, them. I watched Dune. I like Dune. I think he did a great job. I, but I like the David Lynch version, too. So uh, I did, too. And, and it's not at all like it, the book. It's just fun to yeah, watch. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just like uh, um, I, watched, I saw Dune. I saw Coda. Coda was pretty good. I didn't get the. I haven't gotten to Belfast yet. Uh, I've heard Coda's good. I've I've yet to see it. Um, and I know the actress is in it is uh, from that show Lock and Key on Netflix. So mm. I've I've been uh, really interested to see Coda, and um, uh, it it just looks like it's a really good movie. And and um, from what I hear, it's fantastic. It's 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 great. It's well done. You know, it's one of those kind of feel good movies that you can you can watch. It's not you know it's it's. Uh, um, what else is there that was up i didn't watch i didn't oh i, I watched uh drive my car oh yeah i didn't movie. see that one yet yeah i uh you know it's one of these things where i just didn't get it i was like whoa why is everybody loving this movie it's just uh oh. I, it's, it's a it's a acquired taste i guess i was like I can't oh, say it, hi. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not <laughs> i'm not i don't understand what's going on i guess i'm more of a you know uh the marvel superhero movies for me <laughs> i don't know uh but uh i, I don't know because now these days they, they nominate like uh 10 films right used to yeah be like, yeah i i saw like five or something i saw a few of them like i saw licorice pizza and i'm like 
all right, that was pretty cool. Like it was an interesting story and all that, but I'm like, no way would this be Dune for me, you know? Yeah, I, I, I didn't see the Pizza. Um, yeah, I thought it, it's actually not a bad film. I, I would recommend that um, one. Yeah. And uh, um, what else? I'm gonna ask you. Um, so you you mentioned the Marvel verse and all that. Are you the type of person who already has your your seat reserved to go see uh, the new Doctor Strange film? Well, if it was up to my daughter, we would be, you know, standing in line right now. My daughter, sixteen-year-old daughter, is is a huge Marvel fan. Anything, wow. she'll be like, "Oh my god, we gotta." So yeah, but you know, um, I haven't gone to a movie theater in like you know whatever two and a half years. Uh, so I'm like, I was going to go. Oh, I was in. Um, where was I last couple of weeks ago? I was in Vancouver shooting something. And I was sitting around in my hotel and I thought, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll go see a movie that I don't, you know, I was going to go see the Batman, which I was yeah. dying to see, which I haven't yet. And now it's going to, I won't on, spoil it. I promise. Yeah. No, it's not going to be an HBO Max on Monday. So on, uh, so, on Monday guys. Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, Monday. It's going to be, oh, okay. That's good. Uh, what else is, uh, it's better yeah, on Max too because you can actually get up and go to the bathroom, you know, because yeah. it's three hours long. It's it's like end game oh, length. I I I you know the length is uh, length is fine. I watched that Snyder cut and I was like, hey, I did too. Yeah, that was four hours. I that didn't feel like four hours, man. Nah, that was great. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't. You know, I have a thing where they a movie or a TV show that's really great and people keep telling me, oh, you got to see this. It's great. It's great. It's great. You got to see it. So they hype it up so that my my expectations are so high that it's, when I finally see it, of course, I'm going to be like, well, wait a minute. It's not. It's very rare that I, I would go, oh, my God, they were right. This is, you know, yeah, it's going to be uh, so, uh, you know, um, that, that like, happened to me with Ted Lasso and I, I waited so long to see it and then I finally saw it and I'm like, all right, it's pretty pretty good, you know. It's the- I I loved the last. It was good. It was like oh something that uh, you know, it was very um, very few things are are uh, you know original. I thought Ted Lasso was pretty. I said oh I haven't seen this 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 before. I mean sort of. You have the the, the coach who goes and, and you know coaches a crappy team or whatever. Yeah, uh, bad news bears. Great, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is, yeah, but uh, they did a good job. You, you, they come up with things where you go, oh, it's good, it's good original stuff. Um, movies that I, I, I don't, like I said, the, the in-laws is my favorite movie, but they, they go back to a lot of classic stuff that I watch. I love westerns. Oh, nice. Uh, I've watched every western, and the sad thing is now I watch them like the old, these old Western TV shows from the '60s and stuff, like Gunsmoke or oh, this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just I, I still watch them. I, I find them entertaining, but I can't watch them now without thinking and cringing at like how just racist they are. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's show, problematic. Every every episode is like, oh, you know that that bad good engine is a dead engine. This is bad, 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 bad. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, and that's like the good. difference between like like yeah. Gunsmoke or Have Gun Will Travel versus like Bonanza yeah. and stuff. And it's like, all right, maybe this right. one's a little, you know, lighter, but still, it's not a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
it's and I mean, the time, like time, times go, change eh. around that kind of stuff. And the, the good stuff that's timeless right, is like if you watch right. like um, like a real Bravo or um, mm-hmm. like like maybe a little more re- um, the man who shot Liberty Valance. You know, that's. Yeah. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, those yeah. are the, those oh, are the yeah. ones that it, like for me, they hold up, you know, and even yeah. like like true grit, you know, that like that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's definitely that kind of stuff. And, it, you know, there's there's definitely like those those racial undertones and overtones. But yeah, you, you yeah. still even you get that in in part of movies like Django Unchained and Hateful Eight, too. You know, yeah. Another yeah, one yeah. I love, Bone no, Tomahawk, which is insane. If you ever seen Bone oh, Tomahawk. I- I kept, I kept, I saw that. I kept going. I gotta see it. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. I haven't gotten around to it yet, so don't, don't tell me. I'm not, I'm not gonna tell um, you. I'm just gonna tell you and yeah, yeah. be like, <laughs> it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It was really it's, cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, I like. I would say a classic that I would recommend anytime would be Shane. Oh yeah. Well, right. Yeah, best I mean, best uh, picture of the year too. It was like yeah, 1962 yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. No, we, we, Eric, I bet you didn't well, think our conversation that. would take this turn, did you? That we were talking about <laughs> westerns. So. No, I mean, I, I I watched the westerns, and you know, like um, I haven't got, I didn't get into like the old old ones. I mean, my pat right, was, right. Uh, but you know, I I was a big fan of like Tombstone and you know, wider. Yeah, 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 and all those. Tombstone yeah, oh, Tombstone's that. awesome. Yeah, Tombstone was good. Um, great. We Outlaw have uh, Josie Wales. Outlaw oh, Josie Wales. Great one. Great. Yeah. Josie Wales and, um, you know, uh, Fistful of Dollars and um, yeah, yeah, like all of that. I, I, I liked Pale Rider a lot. You know, yeah, there was, you know, that was Shane, basically. It, it, it uh, was basically Shane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, and, and you talk about problematic. It's like, okay, like the nine-year-old girl's in love with him. I'm like, ah. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 like, she's just she just hit puberty and she's like, oh my god. Uh. <laughs> you know, it, at least he, at least he wasn't creepy about it. But um, yeah, yeah, know. yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know if you saw his his newest one, Cry Macho, at all. But I described that no, movie as, oh, okay. Um, it's yeah. I, I won't give any spoilers away, but um, yeah, it's okay. the cinematography is beautiful. That's all I'll say right, about the right. film. Like, and it's, you know, like a classic Western and, you know, you, you've got, you've got like the, the hills of Mexico and all that behind it. And it's yeah, like just shot yeah. beautifully. So he, he can direct the hell I'm, out of a movie. Yeah. I'm amazed. He's still, I mean, he's like, what is he like 90 something? He, yeah. I mean, I'm amazed he's still doing this stuff. So, you know, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and I mean, like, I think I think he threw a punch at someone or something in the film, too. So it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, but there, yeah. there's a lot like but you notice like there's a lot of him sitting down, you know, in, in the film. And it's like, yeah. of, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, sure. you know, and, and like I'm if sure. he walks, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I'm sure they sped it up somehow. So, you know, but, right. but you know, it's yeah. he's still no, he's still got it. He's still got a contribution to give. Yeah. So, you know, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a good director. And, and I liked yeah. uh, 310 to Yuma. Which I, I would say is another good one, and um, one of the uh, really good uh, the, the, updates that the they original did. Or the, oh, the original, the original is great, but the, I uh, I love yeah, the new Christian one too. Bale. Christian Bale and um, yeah, the Christian Bale one's pretty good too. Ben Foster in that movie, man. You see, yeah. if if you don't know who this guy is, watch that movie, and then you'll yeah. you'll ask who was that actor that played that. That was Ben <laughs> yeah. Foster. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. So that, yeah. that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited. We got to talk about some movies. We got to talk about some westerns and all that. Um, oh yeah. 
do you have um, do you have a place where you usually interact with fans on on social media or anything like that or where do you interact with fans i should say okay uh i you know i'm on twitter but i rarely post stuff because i don't know what to post uh, unless it's you know somebody tells me hey you gotta promote this or you gotta you know my wife is always getting on my case hey you should you should should tell people you're doing this and i'm like well i don't know if there's anybody interested in that kind of stuff so i'm on it uh i i like you know going through it and stuff i'm on facebook i never post on there either i'm like one of those uh i don't know what the, i think there's a name for it where people don't hermit they, they, <laughs> yeah they don't, they don't post, they yeah, don't you post mean people with lives we don't post anything but i'm always watching to you know scrolling down seeing, hey, like a voyeur <laughs> you know hey uh and uh, yeah, no, I'm not uh, I, the only. You know, actually, the, the only times I, I get to interact with fans is, uh, is at these comic cons that I, I've started doing. Uh, and now, I know you're on Cameo it, as well. Yes, uh, that too. And uh, uh, that's. I mean, it's not really. It's it's funny. It's not really interaction. I mean, not like eighty percent or ninety percent of the stuff is. Oh, can you wish my my mother a happy birthday as uh, Dr. Chang from Lost? And you know, of course, I have to. I got to put on the lab code and then I got to, you know, come up with stuff to say. Getting into character. Yeah. That's got to be a rough, that's got to be a rough time getting to play make-believe and saying happy birthday, you know? You know, I got, I got the formula down where, you know, hopefully they don't share with each other the stuff, the ones I sent out because they basically, they they start to all become the same thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Smith. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. There are a couple of times where there's, you know, I've gotten stuff like, oh, can you, you know, my, 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 my father is, is permanently ill and can you just cheer him up? And I'm like, holy shit, what can I, I can't, you know, that, that, that's way above something I, I, I can do. I'm like, uh, what can I say? What can you, you know, it's like, oh my God. Um, but, you know, that's, if you're going to go on Cameo and do this stuff, that's, you got to expect stuff like that. So, uh, they have had a couple of those, and it's, it's just it, it it puts stuff in perspective, right? You go, wow. <laughs> uh, it just I, goes it, goes to show it's yeah. what you do brings so much joy to people, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I mean, right. it's like yeah, I guess, I guess I go to work all day, and then I don't want to think about work. Like I want to yeah. like escape and watch a movie where you're the shredder, or you're getting beat up yeah. by Harvey Keitel mm-hmm. or something. It's like right. it's that right. escape, and that that's so invaluable. You know, um, oh, yeah, because I, I, I don't yeah. have those experiences, you know, yeah, like I, I have it's, to mow uh, the lawn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I have to do that too, so yeah, all right, that's uh, fair. <laughs> uh, doing these cons, though, when I get to talk to, to fans, it really, like I say, puts stuff in perspective because you, you, you know, every, uh, every con I've done, fans have been fantastic, they're just like, oh my gosh, you know. I loved you in this, and that's you know I like this part, and and you, you know you can't help but feel good about it, and, you know try not to get a big head about it, but um, it's funny I, I've I've worked with a few actors who for for whatever reasons uh, and I can't I I, I can't uh, you know figure out why, but they they they, they don't. They're like, oh, I, I'm not, I don't want to talk to these guys. They're, they're, you know, I don't want to talk to these people. Uh, I don't like, I don't like, you know, doing that stuff. And I'm like, well, dude, that's 
that's part of the that's part of the deal, right? I mean, you you this is your job. If, if you can't just go and and build up this whatever and have these fans, you know, come up to you and then just go, hey, you know, no, get away from me, kind of thing. But it's for some strange reasons. I, I have met actors who, who think that way, and I can never figure out why. Uh, it's, it's it's not a big you know. I mean, it's not like I'm freaking. Brad Pitt will have to go into hiding or something, you know, if it gets mobbed or anything. But it's just your normal, you know, fans coming up to you, and it's still I. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's a weird business. <laughs> who do, who do you get the most of? Uh, people recognize you from from Lost or? Uh, yeah, Lost, and uh, like I say, you know, it's it's funny <laughs> at these cons. I'll be sitting there, and uh, I've got you know a bunch of different pictures out there, and. People will walk by and, and they see the banner. And they go, oh, yeah, that guy. Then they'll walk by and they'll look at the picture. And uh, uh, I mean, it's it's funny how many times I've seen somebody walk by and look at it and go, holy shit, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's uh, what? who's someone that you've met at a con that kind you of surprised that? you? Have you have you have you run into anybody like maybe even someone from Star Trek or something that you were like, oh my goodness, you know, it's like. Uh, at uh, was it no? Where was I? I don't think it was Lexington. It was some other con where uh, uh, Shatner was there, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, <clears throat> I, I I go into the green room and I see him sitting at a table in the green room with a bunch of people, and I'm sitting there going, oh, "Man, that's William Shatner. I wonder if I should go over and you know say, hey, I'm a you know I, I I'm a big Star Trek fan or whatever." I'm sure he doesn't get any of that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, there, there's, there's a lot of, one of the fun things for me is uh, I'm a real geek when it comes to like, you know, seeing these sort of these celebrities who go to these things, right? Um, you know, I'm like, hey, look, it's, uh, who do I see that I thought was like, oh my God, it's great. It's, uh, I, I saw Clint Howard. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, why? Hey, it's Clint Howard. Uh, I should go there and say hi or whatever. But I'm like, ah, better not. And it's like, I would be such uh, a dork with him. I'd be like, I loved you yeah. in Wraith. You know, it's like, I loved you yeah. in the Wraith. Hey, <laughs> I remember you in Star Trek. Hey. <laughs> you know? uh, but there, there's a bunch of, of you know, these uh, celebrities that I, I uh, you know, I kind of go all fanboy geeky and just man this is great <laughs> so cool that's one of the reasons i love having this show is we, we get to kind of like capture that sort of essence and information with, mm -hmm. with people like yourself and we, we yeah. talk to a lot of artists and we talk to some writers and we talk to actors and things like that and it's it there's just such a a, a fun aspect to it and I, i'm right, i'm so right. glad that we have like a venue to be able to do this and share this with people you know because this is a oh. whole side of you that like people don't get to see when you're playing mm -hmm. like a character and, and oh, it's yeah. like yeah yeah, yeah. You know, they're like man i love francois he's awesome you know you, did you know I, he's a huge star trek fan yeah yeah it's see, see i'm telling you i'm basically walter uh i mean this is this is this is it uh you know this is this is walter from the tick going oh my god Look, it's it's midnight. I got a, I got his book, and I'm gonna go, you know, get it signed, and I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm somewhat of a superhero uh, aficionado, you know, like, exactly. or whatever he says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
that's uh, that's basically me at the, at comms when I see certain people. I'm like, ooh, you know, should I go over there and say hi? Should I, you know? <laughs> uh, who who wouldn't yeah, want to say hi to Walter? From... I mean, come on. Yeah. Hi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they if they saw you, they would love you. So that's that's yeah. that's my take on it. And um, and with that, I think we'll we'll cut the episode to uh, to a close here. We'll come back and we'll do our pizza recipe, Eric. Um, anything else you wanted mm-hmm. to say? Eric, pineapple, man. Pineapple. <laughs> I, I will do pineapple. <laughs> pineapple. Um, you know, one thing, you know, it, it, for me personally, it's all. It was a pleasure meeting you twice, uh, personally, as well as for you to come on here. Like it's, it is, it's a great honor. I mean, oh, I know it's my pleasure. Yeah. You know, I mean, us being turtle fans, as you can tell, I have a turtle show. <laughs> you can see my ceiling right now my yeah. room's kind of under construction i'm getting some shelves i'm trying to get some stuff situated plus inventory on my stuff shredder which, right there yes <laughs> which yeah i have i have your post i have the poster that you signed and as well as my uh video cool. tape that you signed to you know and i greatly appreciate it like you just i mean i know that you're busy and you got a lot of stuff going on and for you to take the time out to, to sit down and chat with us and just have some just having having fun and talking to us and like it's it's truly you know, an honor yeah I, I well thank you guys thank you no it really is uh you know i like i say i don't get a chance to talk to guys and girls or whatever who are into the same kind of stuff that i am and uh, i mean to be able to talk movies and, and sci-fi and star trek and everything else that we've been talking about like i say man i could i could sit here you know for another three hours and not run out of stuff to to, to talk about. Talk about. Oh, trust me, uh, yeah, I gotta no, make I gotta make dinner. So I totally get it. And uh, again, thanks, thanks again. Um, and uh, we will be right back with our pizza recipe. It's pizza time. And now, in a segment that we call Pizza Time, where we discuss any teenage mutant ninja turtle or pizza related food, I give you pizza time. Today's recipe is called Shredder's Revenge. Shredder is one stressed out bad guy. To unwind, he likes to shut himself in the kitchen, let his blades loose on whatever veggies he can find. This pizza is the delicious result of one or more of his violent tantrums. Ingredients. Cornmeal or flour for dusting. Extra virgin olive oil for greasing. One pound ball pizza dough, homemade or store-bought. One six to eight ounce chicken breast, cooked and shredded. One half cup buffalo hot sauce. One medium carrot, peeled. One stalk celery. One half medium red onion, peeled. One half cup chunky blue cheese dressing, plus more for drizzling. One half cup shredded Monterey Jack cheese. One half cup shredded low moisture mozzarella. Freshly ground black pepper. Two scallions, white, and green parts, finely chopped. Instructions. Baking on a stone or steel pizza peel. Place your baking stone in the middle of rack of the oven and preheat to 500 degrees Fahrenheit for at least 30 minutes. Then turn over to broil. Dust the pizza peel or inverted baking sheet with cornmeal or flour. Baking sheet. Preheat the oven to 500 degrees Fahrenheit with a rack in the middle position. Lightly coat with a heavy-duty rimmed baking sheet with olive oil. Step 1. Stretch or roll the dough onto a 12-inch disc and place it on the prepared pizza peel or baking sheet. Step 2. Toss together with the shredded chicken and buffalo sauce in a medium bowl. Step 3. 
Shred the carrot, celery, and onion with coarse grating blade of a food processor, or grate them the coarse side of a box grater. Step 4. Spread the blue cheese dressing over the dough, leaving a half-inch border all around. Step 5. Arrange the chicken on top, followed by the shredded vegetables, and finish with the cheeses. Season with a few grinds of black pepper. Step 6. Shimmy the dough from the pizza peel onto the hot baking stone, or transfer the baking seat into the oven. Step 7. Bake until the, the crust is golden and the cheese begins to brown at spots. About 6 to 8 minutes on the baking stone, 10 to 15 on the baking sheet. Step 8. Remove the pizza from the oven and let it rest for 5 minutes. Then sprinkle with scallions and drizzle lightly with blue cheese dressing. Slice and serve, dudes. Cowabunga, dudes! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Thank you for listening to the Epic Tales from the Sewers podcast. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. This podcast has no affiliation with Eastman, Laird, Mirage Studios, IDW Studios, Archie Comics, or Nickelodeon Studios. This podcast is a member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Check out thedorkening.com for other podcasts. Epic Tales from the Sewers is recorded by Justin Cooper and Eric Will. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, the bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music, pants, quoting video games that don't have dialogues, shabibers, tasty news, unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia, butt breathers, uncomfortable nature facts, or how to install a samoplage. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar Podcast Networks with new episodes every Tentacle Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome.